and welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, today I have an amazing guest. Uh, give a warm welcome to Wayne Tetherow. Welcome to the show, bro. How you doing? Hey, man. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. It's a it's an honor to have you. Um, so you're 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 doing something fucking awesome, right? You you uh, you have your new podcast, Paranormal Odyssey, right? Uh, yes, you sir. also you know, I'm going to let you explain it because it's a lot. You're doing a lot. Okay. Yes. You want me to just take off? Take off. The floor is yours, my, my friend. All right, man. Uh, I'll just start with how I got my start and everything. I, I have had a lifelong interest in cryptozoology, all the cryptids, paranormal, stuff like that. Um, when I was a kid, back in school, any chance I got going to the library, there, those were the books that I was checking out. And Nice. found myself drawn to Bigfoot for, for for some reason. I was a kid in southeast Tennessee, and I always everyone always thinks that Bigfoot's out in the, the Pacific Northwest, Oregon, Washington, California. So that's, you know, what I grew up thinking and everything. And, you know, time goes on. You grow up. You get more interest. You, you get married, become a father, all that good stuff. And yeah. your interests kind of take a back seat. Yes, yes. Very so, true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Back around 2019, I was working and I had about an hour commute back and forth to work an hour there, an hour back. And my car went down. I had to put it in the shop. So I needed to borrow a vehicle. My dad let me borrow a spare truck of his. So, you know, thank God for dad's truck. But I get the truck and about day two after having it, the damn radio goes out. Like, what am I going to do? for two hours a day sitting in this truck with nothing to listen to. That's when, that's when I discovered podcasts, you know, I had heard of them before, but I, I never listened to them. I always listened to the radio. So not having a radio, you no know, podcast became my go-to option. So I started listening, you know, bouncing around, trying to find stuff, you know, being always being interested in paranormal. I found a paranormal podcast that I really, really liked. I started binging it. I found myself wishing everyone would shut up with the ghosts and all the UFOs and stuff and just get back to the Bigfoot stuff. Yeah, you know, that, that's all. something that that's always seems to be very popular. Yeah, it, it's a very, very popular subject right now. So I just kept wishing everyone would just stop talking about everything else and get back to the Bigfoot. So I started doing some exploring and I found a podcast dedicated only to Sasquatch. Nice. Oh my God, this is great. This is awesome. So I started binging it, binging it. There was like 600 episodes. Most everybody would know which one I'm talking about. My Sasquatch Chronicles, the biggest Sasquatch show out there. I mean, my God, you know, Wes has been doing this for like 14 years, I think. But uh, started listening to it, got caught up in all those episodes. And I was listening to people tell their stories. And I started to hear stuff isn't going on, just you no know, specifically out in the parent, in the, uh, Pacific Northwest, you know, people all around me are having these sightings, these encounters. And I started listening to not only people that had the encounters, but people that were going out and doing research. I thought, man, that would be cool. And then I live in a great part of the country. You know, I'm surrounded by mountains down here. And I started hearing encounters from my neck of the woods. And I started looking and, and finding researchers from my neck of the woods and in research organizations. You know, got on Facebook, joined some groups, and 
one thing I noticed right off was a lot of negativity, a lot of name calling, a lot of bashing and things like that. And I've never, ever been drawn to that, that kind of thing. So instead of joining an, an existing group, I sat down, I talked to my then fiance, my wife now, she gave me her blessing. You know, that that's important. You know, anything you do in that's life important, is important. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to have your significant other's blessing. And she told me, she said, you know, you're obviously passionate about this. You're, you're knowledgeable about it. It seems like we live in a great part of the country. It's, it's not going to be that expensive to get started. Little did we know. Yeah. So, you know, you should just go for it. I just start doing it, reach out, meet some people and, and see what you can find out. So I did in Manimal Research, which is the name of my Sasquatch Research Organization was born. Um, again, that's manimal research investigations. Nice. So I started that group. The first thing I did was I put an ad on Craigslist and all of my local areas, reaching out to people that have had encounters, any stories to tell, and anyone that would like to meet up and go out in the field and start doing these investigations. And I was blown away by the response. Uh, people were reaching out to me, telling me what they had witnessed and what you know, what their grandma, grandpa had told them they witnessed years ago and met some really, really good people and started my group. And now we're, I think we probably got around 15 or 20 members in a couple of different States. We go out, we do uh, camping trips, do uh, daytime investigations, uh, with thermal imaging cameras, uh, just regular awesome. video cameras, voice recorders, uh, drones and things like that to, to gather as much evidence as, as we can. And we had a little bit of luck with it so far. Nice. Nice. I think that's, that's awesome. The, the camaraderie, the, 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 you know, united, something's united, you know, for to have a good time, but also, you know, invest your time in and educate one another because it's, it's, you know, you're, you're searching for, for Sasquatch, but yet, you find yourself learning about like tracking or, you know, like nowadays nobody knows, knows how to use a compass, you know, things like that. I think, uh, I think that's awesome, man. I think that's that, that, well that, that that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That, that's very well said. That's a great point. Uh, I was never a tracker or anything like that, but you start, you learn how to pay attention to things that you normally wouldn't. So now I, I can, I can pick up on things that, that aren't really supposed to be there yeah. when I'm out in the woods when before I just, I wouldn't even think about. It's like so. a, like almost like a sixth sense, like, you know, and way, 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 way back, you know, back in civilization, like this is a normal thing. You know, the, you go back to the hunting gather type of thing. I think, I, I think that's awesome. Like uh, I've gone to Tennessee. I went to Nashville. Like I love it over there, man. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, I, you know, I live here more in the city, which is different. Like here sucks after a certain while, you know, uh, I grew up, you know, I, like I grew up in Puerto Rico. Like I grew up, you know, hiking, walking, going, you know, searching these terrains, you know, uh, messing with animals, horses, pig, you know, farms, you know, thing of that nature. And I, I get it. And it's it's fucking fun. Uh, I'm happy yeah. you're doing this, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And you, know, you bring up some really good points. You know, not only is, is it fun, but getting out and 
breathing the fresh air as opposed to yes 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 exercise that you're getting and and i'll tell you some of the best people i have ever known in my entire life i've met through this community this the bigfoot and the cryptic community as a whole is not what the outsiders would think one of my my very best friends you know I, i graduated high school i got my diploma and everything but i barely did you know i'm not a school guy at all um nothing past high school one of my best friends in the world is a psychologist he's a doctor he got his phd in clinical psychology and the most by far the most intelligent man i've ever known he has this gift of of what i call dumbing things down making things that are very very complicated and hard to understand easier to understand he has that gift not everyone does that's my my good buddy dr john berenchop we would have never been friends in in today's society in this world you know me you know working you know factory work most of my life you know just out of high barely out of high school education and him with so many advanced degrees bachelor's master's doctorate and we're great friends we can talk about anything that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for this community and another famous researcher cliff barackman cliff barackman out in oregon he was on finding bigfoot one of those four um he said it best that the bigfoot community is rare because it's actually a community where your idols can become your friends yeah like i can't i mean my idol growing up was peyton manning i'm a huge tennessee balls fan I can't become friends with Peyton Manning if I wanted to, but in the cryptid world, I can, I can reach out to these people. Yeah. There's a possibility. Everybody's everybody. Listen, everybody's a fan of of that. They just don't say it, you know, because you know, it's, it's, it's weird, like stereotypic shit that people put in other people's heads. Like you don't have to be, you don't have to have a social degree or a bachelor's degree or even a master's degree. You know, there's two types of people. There's people that are doers that handle things physically. And there's people that are thinkers that can't do the physical, just think thugs. And there's, there's people that do both. Right. Um, and you'll be surprised that in these small communities there, there's people that are highly fucking intellectual. Yeah. Right. And, you know, school, it's like people go to college it's to you to learn a specific thing. That's all it is. It, it's uh, uh, accumulate uh, uh, in, in massive quantities of information so they can fo- focus on that one thing. That's because you, you don't go to school doesn't mean you're stupid. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, that's one thing like people need to start understanding and breaking through. You, you can be in any type of community and find these amazing people and have these amazing relationships and then that right there that's dope that's fun that's living life that's healthy that's what you want to do right yeah and and not not everyone gets the opportunity to to advance their education past high school i didn't i I, it was my own doing i became a father very young in, in high school actually and i had to go to work right after after high school college was always in my plans it just it, i didn't have that that opportunity so not life throws you all kind of shit man mm-hmm. it, it does and hits you with a lot of stuff and your plans can change you know day by day 
and you have no say over it. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's like you hiking in these woods, searching. It's, it's all about adapting. If you're not, you know, if you're not willing to adapt and continue to readjust your plan, you know, you yeah. go to, you, you know, you watch these uh, missions of Marines and navies and all this stuff. They have a plan. They have a contingency. But as they go through their mission, they constantly have to readjust, readjust. And it's all about how you readjust. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I think it's a great statement. Um, what is like, what, what are some of the things like the information uh, that you have able to find in your journey doing this? Uh, we've collected some pretty cool evidence uh, in my time doing this since 2019. Uh, I've had one sighting that I'm confident in saying was, was a sighting. It was a nighttime. I actually have an image of the, the being. It was, it's a thermal image. Um, there's a group of four of us on, up on a mountain, mountain in North Georgia doing an overnight nice. investigation. It was in January. You ever, you know, down here in the South, it gets cold in, in the winter and you know, it was like mid to late January, I'd say up on this mountain, the temperature was literally in the teens. It was just bone chilling. Um, so I don't know if that played a part mm-hmm. in the issue that I had with, with my equipment. But before we go on any expeditions, we charge all of our equipment the night before, make sure we're a hundred percent on everything. So my thermal was a hundred percent, you know, that night. So we, no, long story short, we're, we're getting this activity around camp and, and we finally see something. We narrow it down to a certain spot and I go to get the thermal, pull it out, and there's something standing there. And it's swaying left to right like this. And it looks big. It's, it was like 60 feet away from us, 50 or 60 wow. feet away. And um, so I got the thermal out, hooked it up, turned it on. And the damn thing died after just a few minutes. I had a full battery on this thing. I don't know if the cold zapped it and drained it. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but it is believed that Sasquatch has some kind of ability to to just be, to mess with electronics. You know, I know how that sounds. It sounds crazy. I thought the same thing when I started. A bunch of woo crap that. Mm-hmm no one that that makes us look silly basically but the more things you see that you can't explain the more accepting you become something was draining the battery on my thermal i'm sitting there watching this thing it was so low that i couldn't record i could only take still shots and i do have i still have those still shots so i run to the truck plug it up for just a few minutes enough to get a charge run back it's still there watch it and while it's Watching, there's this small thing out in front of it, like scurrying back and forth. Looks like a little blob. We can't tell what it is, but it's moving like it's playing is what it looks like. So thermal dies again, run back to the truck, get a little bit of a charge, come back. It's still there. Don't see the little one anymore, but the big one is still there, just swaying back and forth. Again, dies, run back to the truck, charge it. When we came back that last time, it was gone. So don't have any idea it's clearly an upright image you can see legs you can see the arms we watched it i wish that we could record so that you could see the swaying motion but all we got are are the stills 
we stayed that night. You know, we were a little, the, the weird thing is. It was like exciting, was like, exhilarating. Like we weren't really afraid. That's the odd thing. You know, if we did a size comparison, went and did a size comparison the next day and, and whatever was standing there was around the eight foot mark. Wow. So you would think this being this creature that no one knows about standing 50 or 60 feet away from you that would terrify you and it should it should have i mean there's been times i've been in the woods where i've been absolutely terrified but we weren't i don't i can't explain it um we had we had vehicles we had the opportunity to leave but we chose to stay nothing ever happened nothing else happened again that night it was one of the funnest investigations i've i've ever been on so yeah that's one of the things that we've got that's amazing. I can imagine like there's certain times that you guys don't see anything, but yet having that camaraderie and, and being in that place with, you know, it's almost like being in a safe place with people and just, it's fun either way. There's safety in numbers. Uh, I do not recommend if anyone listening to this is interested in, in getting out and doing this and, and at least trying it, don't do it alone. People do it alone and, I don't know if it's bravery or stupidity. Uh, I've gone on hikes, day hikes. That's fine. I mean, I can't say anything about that. But if you're going to go camping at night into these primitive areas, Mm -hmm. don't do it alone, please. There's safety in numbers. There is. So 100%. If I could make one recommendation in this, it's that just don't go out at night alone. Yeah, I I agree 100%. It's dangerous. Yeah. Um, when you go out in the field, like is like is Sasquatch the only thing you guys focus on? Like I, I I've watched you know numerous documentaries. Like you can find maybe like a giant boar, you know, which is like uh, uh, something that people say it exists still. It's just like, like a big you know, dog. Yeah, yeah. Or um, there's definitely you you have to watch out for other things. Bigfoot is is what our purpose is Mm -hmm. and what we're going out for. But on all, every time I'm in the woods, I'm carrying, I've got my 45 on my hip. I I don't believe in carrying long guns. A lot of guys walk out there strapped with their ARs and their, their Dolok buckshot shotguns and and all this stuff. Uh, I I don't believe in that because I believe Bigfoot knows what guns are. Mm -hmm. If they see one, you're just killing your whole purpose of being out yeah. there. They're not going to have an encounter. They're going to get away from you. So, but I also believe in protecting yourself. Uh, 100%, we yes. Yeah. We never go out there with the intentions of killing one and bringing it back to prove it. And uh, we want it to be proved. That's our goal. But killing one is not going to be how we do it. I go out there with a gun simply for protection if something comes at me or someone that I'm with, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure we get out of there and they don't. But all of that being said, Bigfoot is not the only thing out there that can hurt you. Mm-hmm. As you said, the, the giant hogs, I've heard the reports of the the big boars and the, the hogs, these massive things. Those There's been people killed, gored by hogs. If they had a gun, would that have happened? Maybe, but if they were they with, with, with somebody or were a large quantity, would it have happened? Yeah. Yeah, and there's bear out there. Yeah. There's there's all kind of stuff in the woods that the down here in the south, mountain lions, bobcats. It's rare to run across those things, and if you do run across them, nine times out of ten, you're gonna they're gonna run away. 
you know, they don't want anything to do with you. But if you walk up on a, a mother bear with her cubs, you're in trouble. And if you've got that, that sidearm on you, at least you're giving your chest yourself a chance to at least spook it or, or to get away. But yeah, it's to your point there. There's a lot of things out there that can bring you harm. So protect yourself. 100%. Um, and he, here goes to my, my, my next question. Like I, me personally, you know, watching documentaries, reading articles, reading stories, because this is something that's always been around speculations and whatnot. Um, me personally, I feel like people have actually seen it. Like it's real, but they refuse to, to put it out there because, you know, when you put things like things out there, the first thing you can have your hunters mm-hmm. and you're going to have those people that are the first thing you want to do is going to hunt them down, try to kill it, you know, cut his head off, put it on a wall, you know, and that's something that, you know, is fearful. Yeah. You know, you know, finding this creature uh, and, and it's, I don't think it's the purpose is to hurt it, but it's more to see it, to admire it. And everything, yeah. because it brings positive things. Like you said yourself in the beginning, that like you meet and partake with these amazing people you never thought you would, you would actually have. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the thing about, about this, doing this kind of research, the people that are having sightings and encounters typically aren't the people that are doing what I'm doing. Because if you go out there looking for this thing, I don't think you're ever going to find it. The people that are, are encountering encountering these things are the people going out for recreation going out hunting hiking fishing that are accidentally coming across these things so what i tell people anyone and it's been asked so many times how do i have an encounter with bigfoot it just happens wait yeah the best way it just happens be yourself we approach every investigation when we go camping as it's a camping trip that's all we're doing we go we set up camp we sit down, you know, have our conversations, cook up our dinner, talk, but so we're always watching around the outside. Someone's always scanning the wood line. But to them, we're just out camping. They don't know that we're out there looking for them. So I, I really feel like we as humans are their entertainment. So the best way to have an encounter, if you want to, with something like this, is to just go be yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. If they're out there, they're gonna find you. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna show. I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah, like um, I'm a big fan of uh, the Mothman. Like I, I'm like I've you know, uh, what's your thoughts on that? I don't know a whole lot about the Mothman. I know that there's some creepy stuff going on up there, uh, Point Pleasant, Virginia. Mm is west virginia i'm sorry is where the the tragedy happened years ago a, a lot of us have seen the the movie the mothman mothman prophecies i mm-hmm. believe that's what it's called with, with richard Gere. great movie it, it really is yeah. a good movie and i think they did a really really good job talking about the subject and got a lot of people interested in it um i don't know what to make about it uh a lot of people have have attributed what people are seeing to some type of crane. I can't think of the the name, but it, this is a big bird that's just terrifying in appearance. And 
a lot of birds and animals eyes will glow they'll, they'll put off the light so what people say with when they see the mothman are these bright red eyes but there if i'm not mistaken there are birds that that can put off those eyes and then you've got this certain kind of crane with a six and a half foot wingspan these things are enormous yeah. could be in, in at midnight one o'clock in the morning this thing flying over your car because i know when you and i talked briefly you you, you talked about a lot of people at lover's lane mm-hmm. are, are the ones seeing yeah this I, I said uh i said it was a horrible joke <laughs> I, was like, I think he's a perv because he only visits people <laughs> at lover lane like he only yeah. visits me. <laughs> The giant perp, uh, but like, what what like calls my attention the most of this, like when I read these stories and articles and when I do my research, uh, it's like they all say the same things, like time stops, yeah, and then like it coincides like when you know the other research, like when Bigfoot, like like batteries goes off, like that's something common within the community of uh, of researchers that do this. So like I, I mean like if it's in fact real, like you know, you know, the potential of having some type of abilities, you know, controlling some time, right. Or something yeah. in that nature is, is like, you know, it's incredible. Yeah. When I first came into this subject, uh, you know, back in 2019, you could not convince me that Bigfoot was anything other than a North American primate that we haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you could not tell me that it was anything other. All these people, we in the community, it's called woo. You have the biological side and you have the woo side. The, mm-hmm. the woo side believe in all these abilities, believe that Bigfoot is an alien, that they have the ability to teleport and go through different dimensions. And I know all that sounds crazy. So, I mean, so many people rolling their eyes when they hear that. But it is believed. And, and why is it believed? Because people are seeing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a researcher that I know and, and have a lot of respect for talked about coming across this trackway one time, these giant footprints in a line walking out into this field covered in snow, and they just stopped in the middle of this field. Where the hell did it go? Where, where could it have gone? You, you've got these... 18, 19 inch footprint tracks walking and then they just stop. I mean, how do you explain that? That That's the kind of thing when, when you see something like that, it's unsettling and it just throws everything that you've learned, everything that, that you've thought, it just throws it out the window. You know, like I said, I was strictly biological. You know, this was an animal that you couldn't tell me anything else. But see, I have, I have this, I, I have this weird theory, right? Uh, I, not too long ago, I watched this movie with this kid who had a dragon and the, the concept of this dragon is like, it was like, it had the, the ability like a chameleon or a chameleon will go and, you know, touch something, become its color. Mm-hmm. Right. In the movie, the dragon would do the same thing and like turn invisible. You know, I think, I think these creatures, uh, and, you know, and the little I have read and, and, and you know, this is me speculating. I think they might have that ability because normal animals that we see have that. Yeah, but, you know, it's really interesting that you brought that up because there have been, I believe, Sasquatch hair samples that have been found. And these samples are 
so much different than ours that if you hold and I, I've, I've done this myself, I've seen them in person. If you hold them up and look, they tend to blend in with whatever is behind them. Kind of like what you said, with like chameleon, how it can change its color to blend in to camouflage itself. Mm-hmm. That's what these hairs tend to do. So if you got this giant being covered in this, this translucent hair, it could be 20 feet away from you in the woods. If it's still, you wouldn't know that it was there. And I believe that happens yeah. more than, than we really know. It's like, it's like when a lion is hunting, right? And the, the, the grass uh, becomes uh, like yellow and it's, and, it, and it's, it's long, right? So they ever mm-hmm. just crouch down and they're blending with, with the color of, of, I know it's not grass. It's another one I can remember. Yeah. I, yeah. The you know tall- what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know. And it blends, it blends and you can't see it's there. Next thing you know, you're gone. Exactly, right? So I, I you know, this is those are no more things with animals that we know of, right? So I I wouldn't doubt that, you know, that it could be standing right next to you and you mm-hmm. would have never tell because, you know, they developed the skill of controlling breathing or not and you know, it's there. You just can't visibly see it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. I think that's dope. I think I think all that is dope. I think, you know, but people, you know, sometimes people are just assholes. Uh, that's it. <laughs> you know, um, I, I know you mentioned like you, you do you have any conspiracies you can share with us? Man, there's so many and I, I, I try so hard not to be this conspiracy theorist guy. My wife loves that crap. And <laughs> But there's, I feel, I do feel like there's something going on with it. I mean, how long did the government cover up aliens, UFOs, and now they're they're backstepping? You know, oh wait, maybe they do exist. Oh, mm-hmm. What's caused them to do that? Something has had to happen, in my opinion. Something's had to happen. Or is there a threat coming up that we need to know about? Are we in danger? And now the government is admitting, yeah, there's something out there, and we need to get ready for it. I, purely speculation on my part but the same thing with bigfoot i mm-hmm. feel like they know i think they've yeah. got a body um there's people out there that believe that they're working with them uh, there's uh, there's some crazy people out there I don't listen know. whenever and this is my opinion right whenever uh the government admits to something's real or something happened they're trying to cover up something else so it's yeah. like it's the concept of smoke and mirrors. So like if you if you do your research when they admitted the aliens were real, right after years, right mm-hmm. years of if you backtrack and look behind that, they're covering something up. Yeah. So you know one of these days they'll probably say, yeah, it's real, and they'll you know because every every eight years, I think the Pentagon or something like release certain documents for the public to see. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I don't know how much time we have left. I do want to spend some time talking about my, my show, Paranormal Odyssey. But before we get there, I do want, since we're on the, the subject of government and cover-ups, I do want to share one brief story that, that happened with us. We were on a pretty large investigation. There was 10 or 12 of us, and it was going to be a two-day investigation in the Blue Ridge Mountains in North Georgia. We get there. We're setting up camp. Uh, everything's set up we go out in the woods and all of a sudden we start hearing just massive gunfire 
just rapid automatic semi-automatic rifles going off and we're thinking there's a military something going on or there's a redneck out here with a lot of money and time on his hands that just unloading on on these this with this rifle so it's a little unsettling but it sounds like it's far away so we we do our thing we do our high get back to camp and we're not there probably 20 minutes when a humvee pulls up and it's a military one of the original humvees pulls up and this soldier is a member of the u.s army he jumps out and he comes over and talks to his pleasant young man just articulate pleasant yes sir no sir hey ma'am how you doing ma'am and smiling everything having a good conversation with this he tells us uh, we're doing a training training exercise uh 30 45 minutes at the most we will be out of your hair if the guys do their job you'll never know they were there ah cool that sounds awesome yeah we heard that's the gun crazy we, we figured that's what it was so my vice president of my organization one of my great buddies bless his heart we weren't supposed to mention this to anybody but he i guess got comfortable and decided he'd take the chance and, and tell him say well he says to the young man let me tell you why we're here uh we're actually looking for for bigfoot have y'all seen anything and i i tell you the dude's demeanor completely changed he went from pleasant and happy and smiling to matter of fact and cut the conversation off, went over and talked to, I guess, his commanding officer. I'm, I've been in the military. I don't know the lingo, but they kept looking over at us and just got this weird feeling like, man, what the hell just happened? We were having a good talk with this guy and you bring up Bigfoot and it's like he freaked out. So he walked over to the Humvee and never came back over to talk to us again. And that 30 to 45 minutes and we'll be out of your hair turned into them setting up camp and staying all night. We were, I have pictures of this. We were in this huge open field. They had all kind of room to spread out, to give us our room, to not bother us. They set up right behind us and five or I say about eight or nine of them ended up staying. They started gathering firewood. They weren't prepared. They didn't have tents. They had little, caught chairs that they pulled out to sit around they made a fire i don't even know if they had food but they stayed there all night wow right on top of us making us as uncomfortable as possible so our you guys pick up and leave all right and today our two-day investigation turned into after that night we packed up and left because we weren't going to get anything done with with those guys there was was it because we were looking for bigfoot i mean you can't say they didn't come back and tell me so I can't say 100%. I can tell you what I witnessed, though. They were perfectly fine until we brought it up. And then all of a sudden, they were hanging out and making it extremely hard on us after that. So there's something to it, I strongly believe. Yeah. Usually, they'll just brush it out. Like What's that? Uh, usually, they'll just brush it off. Oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah. you know, you know, give you that, that, that conversation to just move along. Yeah. Wow. And they didn't. They, they they stayed. They were not ready to camp. They were not equipped to camp. Something changed their mind and they decided to stay. I'm definitely sorry you had to go through that because it, I can imagine it was very uncomfortable for you and, and, and your colleagues. Yeah. Um talk to me about your podcast. 
Yeah, uh, I am the new host of Paranormal Odyssey, which can be found everywhere. That podcast can be found. We're, we're big on Apple and Spotify. Actually, on Apple, you can become a member. I think it's four ninety nine a month, and you get early access, uh, early releases, and ad free releases uh, of each episode. So, if anybody's interested, they could check that out. But Yep, we deal with, I deal with anything paranormal. I've been interviewing psychic mediums lately, quite a few of them, people that have had UFO experiences, experiences with the paranormal, ghosts, obviously Bigfoot, and this really big kick on Dogman lately. I don't know if you're familiar with Dogman. Dogman? You don't have time to delve into all that. It's, oh, it's another cryptid that is gaining, gaining a lot of popularity. It's basically an upright dog that walks on two legs that's just absolutely ferocious and i laughed when i first heard about it but it's silly we got enough to worry about before yeah, yeah. other than adding this seven foot tall dog walking around eating people but anyway you know that that's a subject for a different time we cover uh, everything like that and how how i got this gig was last year i was i was uh, approached by a producer uh, a film producer out of Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, reached out to me on Facebook, asked me if I wanted to be a part of a documentary they were filming. I said, yeah, I was interested in that. So they sent a crew down and interviewed me, went out in the woods and uh, told some stories, went back to the hotel, the conference room, did a interview and everything. And the, the name of the movie is Battle of the Beasts, Bigfoot versus Yeti. It can be found on Tubi. It's free. Anybody can go watch it if they want. Um, in there out. with Cliff Brackman, Jeff um, Jeff Meldrum, some well-known people. So I was approached to do that. Uh, it's the first movie I've ever been a part of. It, it was a great, fun time. Uh, talked about it on Facebook, and the host of Sasquatch Odyssey, Mr. Brian King Sharp, saw that, and he reached out and asked me if I wanted to come on and, and talk about it. So I did. And Brian and I became very, very good friends. He's one of my best friends right now, I would say, easily. And Brian is the host of, of Sasquatch Odyssey. He is also was the host of Paranormal Odyssey and also True Crime Odyssey. The name of the company is Paranormal World Productions. Well, Brian and I became good friends. He came to our annual camp out, was a speaker there. And a few weeks later, we're having a conversation. He mentions that he needs someone to take over Paranormal Odyssey. So because he just don't have the time to devote to it. So, you know, a day or so later, I'm the host. So Ooh, I took congrats. over. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Signed a contract with them. Um, so, yeah, I'm a part of the Paranormal World Productions family now. I host, I do put out two audio episodes every week, Wednesday and Sunday. And I do a live show Friday evenings at 730 on YouTube. And again, that's Paranormal Odyssey can be found on youtube or in anywhere that you get your your podcast so love it if anybody check it out yes i'm yeah. definitely gonna check it out i'm definitely uh i've been looking at your merch uh there's one with the uh, the yeti uh that i'm infatuated with i'm definitely gonna purchase that um uh once again thank you for joining me it's been an honor and pleasure talking to you uh yeah man keep in touch i i, I really intriguing talking topics like this i i enjoy them a lot um i'm happy that you're doing what you love which is the most important thing uh, i'm even happy you got the support um before we go you have any other plugs you want to put out there 
The floor is yours. Uh, just my Bigfoot group, Animal Research. We have a group on Facebook where my wife is currently building a website, so that is not ready yet, but manimalresearch.com. I already own the domain. That will be coming soon. But yeah, man, just to, to speak a little bit about you, I think it's really cool that, that you're doing, giving people that are passionate about what they're doing an opportunity to share. And I want to wish you luck. Thank you. Forward, appreciate man. it. Likewise. Yeah, I'll share on all my social media. Oh, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff, Paranormal Odyssey. But yeah, on all my social media, I'll, I'll give you a plug and put a link to this and just let me know when it's out. And we'll do. we got to help each other, man. We do. Yes, yes, we definitely do. Uh, I appreciate it once again. Thank you. Uh, have a good night, guys. I'm out.